Welcome everybody to another Wealthy Podcast. On this episode, we dive into one of my TikTok live events. I do these every Friday at 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. If you have the time and you're available, we'd love to see you at one of those live events where I can answer some of your questions too. Enjoy the episode. Hey everybody. Today I am driving out to do a site inspection and um, I thought it was a perfect opportunity for me to, to talk to all of you about what we're seeing in the property market. Now, there is a lot of fear and anxiety out there and that makes a lot of sense. And it makes sense because when you look at the global economy, the um, America came out with 9.1% inflation, which is crazy. Hey, hey, Carol, it's good that you've joined us. And the ca- Canadian um, Reserve Bank pumped up interest rates by 1%. So their cash rate is now 2.5%. It's likely that Australia is going to follow and we're going to have at least 0.5, maybe 07 maybe even a 4% in the next rate rise. So for a lot of people out there, they're feeling scared, they're feeling a little bit grim, and I can see why. There's a lot of um, reports coming from banks saying with the rate rates continuing to rise, we may see property prices drop 5, 10, 15, maybe even 20%. The message for all of you today is to keep your head. We've seen these reports in the past. We may see um, property prices drop off. We may see property prices drop off, but not everywhere and not the same amount. Some markets are going to climb. Some markets are uh, are going to perform very, very well. But most importantly, if the market does decline, before we get to that point, we're gonna see a lot of opportunities. So for all the people that have been sitting on the fence, waiting for the opportunity, waiting for some sign from above to say that they should be buying property, the opportunity is now. Let me explain what you need to be doing in order to get ready. For all of you that have a property, for, for those of you that are lucky enough to have your own home or to have bought a, proper, a property investment, what you need to do now is go and refinance your properties. If it's not fixed in with a really good rate and it's just sitting at a variable rate, now's the time to take advantage of the local valuations. The property markets rose about 30% over the past 12 months. So by going and getting a valuation done against your own home or your own property right now, you're gonna be able to capitalize on all that additional equity. What that means is if you've gone and refinanced a property, you may have an extra hundred, hundred and fifty, two, maybe five hundred thousand dollars worth of equity available in your own loans that you can use to go and buy an investment when it pops up. There's no point in shopping for property when you're in the middle of a down cycle. When if the property market does drop 10, 15, 20%, for you to try and get equity out of your property at that point in time. It's tough because your property has dropped by that amount. So what you really need to do is get the equity out now. Get it out now. Go and talk to your mortgage broker. Go and talk to the banks. Get Take advantage of the valuations at this time in the market. 
I spoke to a client just the other day and we got them to do some valuations to reassess their loans. One of their loans had actually come off a fixed term. The interest rate had been was 4.6%. We spoke to the bank and they've now just changed it to 33 So they've saved about 1.3% by just talking to the banks. The second thing that we're gonna go do is pull out equity. They realized that the bank, um, they did some desktop valuations on one property, it grew by 100K. On the other property, it grew 350,000. So by doing this simple exercise of refinancing and looking at the loans, checking the valuations, they've realized they've got $450,000 worth of equity that they can now access from those properties. What that means is they're ready. They've got the cash available so that when the market, if the market turns and when it, when it does turn, that means that I almost missed a turn off. That means that they've got the cash available to take advantage of the down cycle. What I keep on telling people is if we are facing a down cycle, you want to take advantage of it. When's the best time to be shopping for clothes or for cars? Everybody looks for the sale, sale periods, the end of financial year, the Black Friday deals. When there's a 20, 30% discount, that's when you want to be shopping. So you want to keep a level head and go out and shopping when there is a discount. In order for you to do that, you need to do the legwork now before the cycle turns. The other thing that you want to be considerate of, here we go, hold on, but it ain't got, I ain't got the funds in this state. So I want to talk to some of you now that say you haven't got the funds or you haven't got the money available. There are a lot of ways to go out and get ready. One, talk to brokers and talking to banks to make sure that your credit score is where it should be, to make sure that maybe you've paid off all your own debts, to clean up all of your bills, to just to make sure you're on top of your finances. Two, you may be surprised at how much money you actually need to go and buy a property. It's a lot less than you think. There are a lot of really good opportunities out there where you may be able to get into the market with as little as a 5% deposit. I want to tell you a little story. When I was buying my, I think it was my third property, I was buying a, a, an apartment off the plan. And it was in the part of the market that was particularly soft, similar, similar to now where developers were scared, sales had slowed down, vendors were scared, builders were scared, and there was an opportunity to go and negotiate. When the market is soft, that's when you can ne negotiate. They need to sell their properties. So the people with cash are the winners. It's a buyer's market. I had identified that the market was soft, and what I had, um, this particular project, I was buying the apartment off the plan. Because the project wasn't completing for two years, I knew that I had time to save up a, a healthy deposit. At that point in time, all I had was a 5% deposit. So I went to the developer, I was buying a $460,000 apartment and I negotiated to get in with $23,000. Now most people think you need a $60,000, dollars $200,000 deposit to buy a property. I got in with $23,000. I put a deposit down on that property. 
during that time that the property was being built, the downward cycle had happened and we were starting to come back out in the rise. The average recession only really lasts about two years. And if you're choosing a market that has good fundamentals, investments in infrastructure, strong economy with good um, population growth, if there's things happening in that market, you can buy in the low and then you can ride the, the, the cycle so it comes back in the high. When I went and settled on that property, the valuation came back at just under $600,000. So for me, I was extremely happy. I put in 23000 and I had made nearly $100,000 by just keeping my eyes open and looking for where the opportunities were. So for the people that are out there that don't have a massive deposit, this is that lesson for you. It's a downward cycle. This is when you have the opportunity to go out, hunt and look for the opportunities. So we've got something in here. I'm getting a pre-approved loan using the equity in my investment property. Congratulations. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Get ready now. The market valuations in your property are at an all-time high. This is when you should go and get pre-approved. The bank said I need no deposit. I'm a bit worried though. What are you worried about? What are you worried about? I think what people are worried about now is increasing their debt. I, I'm assuming that that's what you're scared about. And that's a very genuine concern when you're investing. Increasing your debt is scary because interest rates are going up and that means with you, when you're increasing your loan, interest rates going up, that means your cost base is going up. Now, I would be scared to increase my debt if I'm buying my own home or if I'm using the equity to just uh, to invest in my own home. The reason why that's scary to me is because you're spending that money on something that doesn't have an income. Now, I'm sorry I'm slowing down. It sounds like I'm being condescending. I'm not. I want to be very, very clear that when I say go and refinance your property, go and get equity out, it's with the purpose of spending that money on something that you have an income associated with it. That's the really, really critical piece of this. So, oh, spot on. Thank you. I'm glad you agree. So the critical piece in that is if you're going to increase the equity, if you're going to go look to use your money, make sure that when you're spending that money, you're spending it on a property that has an income associated to it. And, and I'm gonna go even a step further. Make sure you're going to buy a property that has strong income associated to it. Good yielding properties, there's a lot of power in a good yielding property. It makes you bulletproof. My property portfolio is positively cash flow. It makes me good money and I'm very, um, it, it makes me confident that even if the market crashes, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt me. My property goes down 10, 15%, it doesn't matter, I can ride it out. If the property, if interest rates go up uh, to 6%, it doesn't matter because my properties are all positive cash flow. Now, there are a number of different types of positively cash flow properties. Apartments are really good positive cash flow properties. Now, people are gonna shoot me down because they hate apartments, but apartments in Melbourne in the inner city, now typically that hasn't been a good investment because it's been an oversupply. A lot of that supply has been saturated, but apartments in Melbourne have grown, the rental rates have grown by 30%. 
Rents have grown by 30%. That's huge. And they're going to continue to grow. Other types of good cash flow properties are dual income assets. They're a lot more sophisticated, a lot harder to get in. They require more debt. They're they're more expensive, but they're another good um, way to go and spend that cash. Commercial property is really good for strong cash flow as well. I've got some comments in here as well. I just bought another unit and used 100K out of my equity of my first unit. Great. Congratulations. That's exactly what you want to be doing. I'm so glad to hear that you did that. Buying, um, using that first property as a stepping stone to continue investing is absolutely critical. That's a great way to do it. Um, hello from Thailand. Hello. Hello from South Africa. Hey. Hi from Ukraine. Hello, Ukraine. Um, hello to all of you people that have just joined. So um, just to recap, um, I'm driving, so I'm going to wrap this up and I, I don't want to crash and I, wanna, I don't want to get lost. Now is an excellent time for you all to be getting yourself ready to buy. There are good opportunities now. There'll be better opportunities in the future, but now's a good time to refinance. Use the strong sales in your area to increase the value of your property so you can get the equity out. Use this time now to get your finances together, clear your credit card debts, talk to a mortgage broker, talk to a bank, see what your credit score is. Get all that really rock solid so that when the time comes to buy, you can be fast. Um, I've got another comment here. That's what I want. I'm looking for a dual income. My first investment, I'm, I'm dual income. Dual incomes are really good properties to buy. They're really good cash flow investments. I, I believe in them. The only downside with dual income properties is they're expensive. They are difficult to find at a good price. And if you do find them, they typically value less than what you're paying for them. Valuers don't like dual income properties. Um, there's another question here. It says, hold on, I'll just get through this roundabout. Okay. Good, good, good. Um, Maria, if you want to check your situation, you can check investments. Okay, that's fine. Hello from the Philippines. Um, well, hello to you all. Okay, look, that's everything that I wanted to say. I'll give you all a second. If you've got any questions, let me know. I'm happy to answer them before we wrap up. But um, I'm about to get to a development site that I want to go and inspect. Um, and it's a beautiful day in Sydney. The weather is great, so I'm keen to get out of this car. Oh, violating community guidelines. I'm sorry. Anyways, we'll wrap up. I'll see you all later.